Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tailford, joined by Rich Hudson. Hello. And joined by Ash Millman. Hello. And joined by a giant YouTube play button that is just to, to, to rewards us for getting a million subs. <laughs> so thanks to everybody for getting us that. Uh, you can see it if you're on the video feed, if you're on the audio one, just imagine a lovely big gold rectangle thing mm. that we're all With very proud name of. on it, yeah. Yes, it's a very beautiful thing. Um, so for the podcast today, um, you might have hopefully already seen the uh, news that me and Jules put out about the new pattern that Sony have filed as to the PS5's backwards compatibility, which made us think we should do a whole thing nattering on about the future of the consoles and everything we know about the PS5 and the Xbox Scarlet. So, what do you guys know for now? Not that I haven't got all the notes, but what do you guys know off the top of your head in terms of what are you looking forward to? Ooh, PS5 or Xbox Scarlet? Either. You're an Xbox person. Because for the Xbox thing, uh, the rumor I heard was Mm. that we're going to get an Xbox for just streaming and an Xbox for hardware, which I think... I actually think is maybe a good idea, like because for the people who want like a lower price point, who can do everything on the cloud and all that sort of thing, it's mm. a really cool concept. To be, rather than paying like five hundred, six hundred quid for mm. a brand new console that is has it all on hand. But yeah, the PS5 I actually don't know that much about, so okay. I'd be interested to hear a bit more. I think um, Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, has been out there a hell of a lot more. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, just saying like yeah, like they're planning for it way more. Like, obviously, Xbox has kind of been on the back foot for the majority of this generation. Yeah, so there's a lot for them to play for. Um, Rich, what do you think in terms I of what you've heard? I do think I remember. Uh, hearing about um, the the discless Xbox, mm. I think they might be trialing that with a variation of the Xbox One. I'm sure I will confirm somewhere. all these things very um, soon. That they said they're going to try one that was maybe streaming only, but I think mm. that's a, a hybrid of streaming only slash download only, which was yeah. something I remember back at uh, back in media studies in sick form, <laughs> debating as to whether that would be the case for this generation, uh, as yeah. to no disc, no physical, like um, no moving media, mm. like. I can't remember the word is, so it's left me. But like, yeah, no, no moving parts, just all like solid state, all internet like a based. TV set top box. Basically, yeah, like they were going to go for that approach. And I've heard that they were doing that for potentially okay. an Xbox One successor. As for the PS5, I just know that there are dev kits, and that's about yeah, it's like so it's around. Let's get to some facts because uh, everything that I'm going to cover from here till the end of the pod is all based on things that have been said and things that are concrete. Um, so in terms of the um, the streaming only Xbox, that is apparently a, a re a reworked version of the Xbox One S, and um, that's yeah, going to okay. come later this year. It'll be a, a streaming only. It'll be like a PlayStation TV style. thing. Thing, yes, but in mm. Xbox instead, which would be quite a good thing. If it's got Game Pass all and everything built in, like a, it's got a big hard drive in mm-hmm. it, for example, then that's a fantastic. I say thing. streaming actually gets downloaded only. That's the thing. Yeah, I'd but be so down. Same though. Like, yeah, yeah, be quite a good thing. Yeah, I think if they have a, a sizable enough hard drive, then you can get it. You can make that and, work. And the price point was good as well. Yeah, yeah. If they Plus, made it like 150. 
dollars, maybe. Mm. Well, maybe. Mm. I think ish. I mean, um, depending on depending <laughs> on, the, on the actual hardware to, to process and run everything. But like, well, the yeah. S is really good. Like, it does 4K and it's like the, the S is a fantastic console. I can't dispute that completely. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a great little system. Plus, in terms of Game Pass, um, did you end up getting Game Pass? I tried it for a bit, um, but was then it I with just, Sea of Thieves? <laughs> no, <laughs> the no. whole world did. Uh, I can't remember what I got it for, but something inspired me to buy it for a little bit, and I like dabbled with a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I just didn't renew it, or it did, and I was like, give me my money back. Because I don't. And then I cancelled it, but yeah. See, I got it. Yeah, I got it to try with Sea of Thieves, and I ended up getting it back. I can't think what it was for, but I think like, mm. as an overall service, it doesn't get the due that it's deserved. Like mm. it's such a great yeah. library of stuff. It is, and solid. it works so well. Um, and they keep it updated really regularly as well. Um, so there is that. And then in terms of um, what Ash said about the two Xboxes, that's true as well. Um, so there are two, um, well, it's true in as much as people have said it's on said, insider yeah. reports, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, basically this stems from Phil Spencer talking at E3 uh, last year, who said that they're working on the new Xbox consoles and he used plural. And Ooh. so a lot of people went, mm, I wonder yeah, what that means. Yeah. And so um, there's a couple of reports that sort of detailed this. One comes from uh, insider, this guy called Brad Sams, um, who broke down the fact that Xbox Scarlet, the code name that we've been using is actually for a family of consoles and it's mm. for two systems uh, and their two code names are Lockhart and Anaconda. Oh my which, god, Anaconda! Anaconda? <laughs> don't Anaconda, want, don't See, that is immediately run. what I thought of and I was like, that's not a good tech name. <laughs> you call, uh, you call it Lockhart as well. It could be a console that says it's really good but in reality isn't actually that Maybe. Good. So you've got, you've got, they're just like the code name. Same thing as what Scorpio used to be for the Xbox One X and all that kind of stuff. As I said in the video, they sound a lot cooler now yes. when they reveal the real names. I think they'll sound dull as anything. Probably, yeah. as long as it's not another Xbox One then it's uh, Xbox 2. I fully want an Xbox, Xbox Anaconda. Uh, it's just something like that. I want so, yeah. the 720. I, th- I think they could have... There's some... There's a weird amount of connectivity with the 720 because people always expected it to be that after the 360. I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm more gutted that they didn't call the Xbox One X the Xbox One Elite to echo mm. the Elite 360, mm. which is like that I have, that I absolutely love. What about, what about the next box? A, <laughs> oh, one of them. God, no. uh, is this pod finished? Because I'm, I'm gonna. No, you're, no, you're I'm, definitely I'm, staying. I'm going. You're, no, this After is, that, this is the introductory <laughs> segment to the level of bull poop that we will have. Anyway, so yeah, Brad Sounds basically did this whole report about uh, the family of systems thing that there's two real Xboxes, and then Windows Central dove into that as well, um, and just said that yeah, they're doing Lockhart and Anaconda. Lockhart is the one um, that's meant to be the more the casual console, assumedly. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it'll match the the level of power, the hardware that the Xbox One X has. So they're at least that makes, that makes sense. Yeah. So they're they're entry level thing for the next generation is where they're leaving off this gen. Well, that's, yeah. that's a Which great makes sense. thing because obviously people do feel shortchanged. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are a few of us in the office, actually. I know that Ewan's concerned about jumping onto the new generation straight away. Mm-hmm. I know I am as well because I think other than the Switch, like, and that was still a good you know, X number of months and I've never jumped on a generation like instantly. But right. the idea that having a launch console that might not be that good is always mm-hmm. like turned me off a bit. Like if I end up with because I obviously go for a PlayStation, but like if I ended up with the PlayStation <laughs> Five that was more like an Xbox One original, which is an ugly piece of horrible stuff. Mm. Um, Just a hatred from camp PlayStation. But, but, that's not even, I'm not really camp PlayStation. That was Xbox last gen. Just like <laughs> just, just visually and just as a system. I know what you mean. The it's Xbox One was yeah, like, wasn't very slab. nice. But if they're going to be going in and they're going to be saying right, this is how games should be played, rather than do what could be a, a half-step console where everyone goes, everyone looks at it and goes, well, why wasn't this here in mm. the first place? Yeah. If that's the approach they're taking going into this generation, then absolutely mm-hmm. like, top marks. To so it stuff. seems like, yeah, that's the thing. Because, I mean, when they were getting out there, like, promoting the Xbox One X, mm. like, it was always like, this is for serious gamers, and this is for people who want yeah. the premium option, and it's yeah. optional, and all that kind of thing. So it seems like this, the kickoff of the next generation will have these two systems. So you'll have the one that's for everybody, quote-unquote, which is whatever Lockhart's going to be. And then they're <laughs> yeah. going to do the next iteration oh. of the premium thing, which is what Anaconda is. Yeah. So if you want the big old Nicki Minaj, 
massage-sized thing, then that's yours. You want the anaconda. So, yeah, so there is a bit of that. Um, But it seems like that's the thing. They're embracing the way that we've sort of seen this half-step approach to the console cycle this gen, which is obviously PS4, PS4 Pro. So rather than making it a half-step, they say, here, you can have either You have two SKUs, assumedly both at launch as well, and then I guess you just pick whichever one you want. Well, I was going to say, like, to follow on from the the idea of them doing new Xbox Ones, Mm. maybe they'll release this, this driveless Xbox One alongside the Xbox Scarlet family, right. kind of in the same way they released that, um, the Xbox 360C they released when they did the Xbox One, the one that styled like an Xbox One. Okay. That like nobody bought. I don't think I know what that is. Do you not remember that? You know, they released the, they have the 360, they have the S. Uh-huh. And then when they released or revealed the Xbox One, they were like, hey, we're doing one that kind of looks like an Actually, Xbox sorry, One no, as well. Like maybe they'll release the, okay. the a, an Xbox, like a legacy system basically. Yes. Like they're instantly doing like an Xbox One Mini as soon as the new one comes out, maybe. I think it's worth talking mm. about. That, that's a nice little thing uh, just to quickly bring up. Like, yeah, like I said, me and Jules already covered the backwards compatibility thing, yeah. but we can quickly mm. talk about that um, because that, that factors into a lot of the rumors that the new Locker, Anaconda, whatever, um, will respect the Xbox as a legacy. Like, we'll treat yeah. it like it'll play original Xbox games and 360 stuff. Um, Phil Spencer's been out there right. talking about like, you know, that he wants to respect people's purchases, yeah. which that, makes that's, that's you know, the most sense. That is great. Um, yeah, what do you guys think in terms of that? Do you Have you gone back to older Xbox stuff? And do you see yourself playing yeah. a family of games? I do. I, I play old games most of the time because mm-hmm. I'm catching up all the time. But uh, <laughs> no, I just, I, I like playing old games. I like having the option to go back to old games. I like being able to buy 360 games and knowing you can whack them in whack them in and uh, get like that same experience again on your like newer system mm. like that's really good putting alien colonial marines from the 360 <laughs> oh with the colonial marines yeah, have a nice time every yeah. day Is that, as somebody that still has a 360 and didn't get a one like I can't imagine what it must be like to, to, to get rid of your old console having this massive mm. library of games mm. you literally can't play I think that it, it was assumed I mean when they made the switch from the PS3 to the PS4 I'm sure it was a, a Sony rep it was like mm. people don't play old games and it was like I mean there, there's obviously like truth to that but like that's there is also Kind of yeah, quote, exactly. Like it? Yeah. there is also like a you know a, a part like a, there's a way to respect people like like Spencer said a way to respect people's purchases yeah. and people like having a legacy and an entire library of games. People so, just like having know. loads of games. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like looking at your bookshelf full of games, thinking I can play every single one. Yeah. Of them. Plus, I mean that's like yeah one of the biggest reasons that a lot of people game on PC is like you can have a whole because library. There's, there's no generational gap. Yeah, I yeah. have a library of stuff I can run that boots through DOS mm-hmm. like Doom <laughs> through to like the brand new stuff. It's all there in one place, mm-hmm. and that's basically what the Xbox is delivering, which is you know you can't falter it. No, you cannot falter it. Plus, we've been leaning a lot more into licensed stuff as well this generation. Like, you're you're buying a license for that game and you just download it across a couple of different systems. Like, on the PlayStation side, if you already own something like Hotline Miami, you jump to the Vita and you can just download it again. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I like that, that you're you're buying a game forever. You're buying a it's, license. Again, the same on uh, Windows as well. Mm. When you get an Xbox game that's an exclusive, you get to play it on Windows as well. I mean, mm-hmm. it might only be because I've only had Cuphead on that state and the X- the Microsoft Store on PC isn't very good in that state. <laughs> it doesn't run very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure it is better for probably, probably other titles as well. But like the fact you've got that as well, mm-hmm. play it on either or system. Like people who've got an Xbox and maybe a not very good laptop, but they can still take Forza with them or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. they want to play. They can still have that. That's fantastic. So that, yeah, so like yeah, that's the thing. I think they're going to move into this stuff. Like obviously Xbox, Phil Spencer's been out there talking about it a lot more. Uh, if we just dip quickly into the news that me and Jules did, it seems like Sony's doing the same thing. The patent that they filed um, is mm-hmm. discussing CPUs being emulated on other CPUs. Whatever the PS5 is going to be, will assumedly support older yeah. uh, generations of hardware and so older uh, games rather. So the assumption is that you'll be able to just put a Placed it PS1 disc into, into the new PS5 and it would work oh, purely that's speculative that. territory. I would live for that that's so what the pattern much. seems to indicate, which would it, be phenomenal. Have you been able to play all the old like 
PS1 fighting games just instantly. It's, it's, it's like, a no-brainer, oh. really. Like, because when you look at like um, Sony as uh, dominating this generation, the the two big shortfalls they've had was A was the lack of backwards compatibility, yep. and B was their sort of horrible approach to cross-platform play, which obviously mm. is dying out mm-hmm. yeah. with Fortnite and now Rocket League. Yep. Mm. Um, hopefully, that will die away, fizzle away, maybe entirely with the PS5, which will make a lot of sense. They can mm. go, okay, you know, we, we messed up with that with the PS4. Here we go. Here's the PS5. Everything's fine. And then if they drop the um, they drop backwards compatibility on that as well, not to put the Xbox down again, but then it's like you've got this almost perfect system because you have potentially the legacy stuff as well. Mm. You go back, you didn't play God of War, you didn't play Last of Us. Oh, mm. I can play this on the PS5 yep. now as well. Yeah, you've literally it's got a, a system that can point. do anything. Mm. And it would. And I think with how successful Microsoft have been, Sony must have looked at that and gone, okay, maybe we should do this. Totally. I mean, you'll always see like the market leader will get way more um, business minded, corporate minded because they know like yeah. PS4 was so far in the lead that they don't need to even they can worry. They just sort of sit there and go, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, <laughs> they, they can just sit back and go, you'll buy, you'll buy a remaster, you'll buy this re-release. You don't, we don't need to, we need to worry about supporting the disc you already have because we'll sell you the new one whereas that was like the big gap that Xbox seized on and said well actually we'll just make it so we'll, we'll honour what you already have and that proved itself to be a worthwhile thing but is that going to kill out remakes in the long run because people are going to mm. think well, oh, well are we going to invest our money into making new versions of old things when we're giving you something where you can play the old things well that's well gone. so I was literally going to mention that yes. I don't I think after this the, the, the bundle the massive remasters and remakes we've had versus backwards compatibility I think big companies have realised that players don't see remasters and remakes as a replacement for the no. old one because mm. I know that we have we had this debate about um, Spyro about yes. whether like the new <laughs> one is better. Did than the we? Worst one. Did that? Uh, oh, well, yes. I, know, I can't even but, think about Spyro yeah. anymore. Like. But like, yeah, you would say like that basically replaces it. Whereas something like say Resident Evil Two is a mm. completely different game. Yes. Like you, people will happily play the remaster of something, but then also think, but I kind of want to go back and play the original mm. one. Well, that's why I was going to say when you said about what does it mean for remasters and remakes. Like I think that that's why we're seeing the likes of the Crash trilogy, the Spyro yeah. trilogy, like something like Resi Two, mm. like these games that are so demonstrably something new that you yeah. can go and check out. Um, and like that's the kind of their way of still being able to sell you something new mm. but hey if you happen to own the original you can just put it in and you'll play it and then there's a benefit to getting the new one as can't well I can't remember Maybe. which remaster it was specifically I think it might I have to, the comments will have to correct me if I'm wrong but I feel mm. like it might have been something like Bioshock when they remastered those okay. on Steam when mm-hmm. you bought the new one you got the old one as well uh, I think I remember that, yeah, the so HD trilogy some, Something, mm. an, a, one, a remaster of some kind did that. I can't mm. remember if it was Bioshock, but it's the first thing that came to my mind. But maybe that's something they'll do, because obviously, because on Xbox, you can buy 360 games on the store. On yes. Xbox One, can't yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So maybe that would and mean Xbox if you... Count. Well, yeah, exactly. But maybe maybe yeah. that means if, if, if Microsoft turn around and go, hey, we've got a library of PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4 games on the PS5, they're obviously adding to it as time goes on. They won't get everything on there in one go. Mm. But maybe if you bought, say, the, uh, the Crash... And Century to remastered, you buy Spyro Reignited, you get mm. the PS1 copies as well, just bundled in Maybe, with it to give yeah. you the best of both worlds, rather than mm-hmm. give you the, the basically, rather than making you choose, if you buy the newer one, you get the old one. But it's it like that work, license thing again. wouldn't work like, the other way around, yeah. but like, maybe that would be something that they could do to shift more copies of yeah. like old games as well. I mm-hmm. think um, Dishonored did that, Dishonored 2. When you bought Dishonored 2, you, uh, this is a bit of a different tangent, but something that was also good. When you bought Dishonored 2, you get Dishonored Definitive Edition as well. Yes. So you'd and be you able get to with play... uh, Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2. That, yeah, yeah that was nice. So like the old, the old console games, you get bundled in with the new one, which is actually quite a nice way. Either way. Because it's digital download. And stuff. Yeah, it speaks to a need, like, it's like, like what Spencer said, to respect the consumer yeah. and try and give you, like, you know, like respect the legacy of a certain franchise and give you access to those old yeah. games. 
Um, that's something that is, is like, if you go off the, the leaked patent and what Phil Spencer's been saying, it seems that both systems, the PS5 and the Xbox, whatever, Anaconda or uh, Lockhart, <laughs> will both... I know, like, I'm just going to use Scala because that's kind of both. Um, will assumedly, um, you know, support entire the entire past generation of stuff, which lines up with a lot of the industry conversations around how the next generation of consoles is the last mm. one. And we'll just yeah. be buying this ultimate system and we're done. And then you'll just kind of support I'm it from there. What do you okay think that, that for this one, for PS5 and Xbox? That's what the general conversation we, we did, is. We did, a, mm. we did a podcast, shameless plug, a while ago, <laughs> um, where we did debate the idea of whether, P, whether, whether consoles become more like PCs or whether mm. consoles will become the final system. Like, is this the last generation of consoles? Well, this but, is a perfect segue because um, another thing that uh, Microsoft are working on is called Project X Cloud, which is their Ooh. way of um, basically the, they're, they're not giving up on streaming yet. Okay. Um, and so whatever your own personal thoughts on streaming, every time I've tried it, it's always been laggy. But mm. the thing that they're working on is Project X Cloud, which is um, Phil Spencer's talked about. It's their way. Phil Spencer's head of Xbox, by the way, if I haven't mentioned that to anybody. <laughs> I think you have. Um, yes, I love that man. He's great. But um, he basically said that they're working on this massive streaming technology that let you play Xbox games on everything from phones to TVs to whatever. Yeah. They'll just stream yeah, yeah. them out. That'd be good. And so they want Xbox to be ostensibly Netflix or a service. And mm. you'll not be thinking of it in terms of a console brand. You're just thinking of it as a platform, as a streaming service. So maybe the new the Xbox Scarlet will be will take the naming conventions of a full reboot and just be called the Xbox. That's kind Ooh. of the thing. Because I, I don't like that. I, I do as well, to be honest. The I wouldn't be too Xbox. surprised if the PS5 is just called PlayStation, but the S is a 5. And it's just like, well, it's, it's PlayStation oh, 5 but also how did I not think of that the ultimate oh. PlayStation Play 5 so, Station the Station so that seems to be at least where Microsoft are going uh, on the Sony side they they initially bought a hell of a lot they bought stock in Gaikai which is like this big streaming company I think mm. out of Japan um, and that was meant to be what PlayStation now was mm. so you just log on you stream your games in and then obviously they were very laggy they weren't if you were playing a fighting game or something mm. that was timing heavy it wasn't very easy to play and they ended up just, just relenting on it and just letting you download the game instead mm. because that's what you can do on Xbox at the minute but it seems like Xbox are the ones that are leading with streaming stuff next gen and so even if you bought an Xbox One S the discless one that's hopefully coming in the of this year, mm. you could still stream new games in, assumedly, Ooh, you through the service. I think, da- I think downloads is definitely the thing that we like proper yeah. downloads. For me, it is, yeah. yeah I, think I, so. I, I think that maybe serves a need for people who buy a smaller capacity console, like because mm. I'm rocking a 500 gig PS4 and it's a pain whenever I get a new <laughs> game. Yeah. I, need to, I don't know how long Red Dead 2 is going to be on there for because I don't I got rid of it. it. And it's 100 like, gig? Yeah, yes, that's what I mean. Up. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but like, maybe that'll be the, the, the means of saying, okay, you could go out and buy another. Like you can buy. Thankfully, they've made it so like box standard USB hard drives just work with consoles mm. now. Thank you. I think they're doing Sony and Microsoft for doing that. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe that will be the thing. It's like okay, you've run out of space. Like maybe on the same service, like you pay for Game Pass. It's like oh, you you want to play this, but you've run out of space. Do you want to delete anything? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. stream it then. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it seems to be that that's the thing they're leading with. But Spencer also followed up by saying that he doesn't expect this to immediately take over. He said that they're planning for the future, and um, he said it'll be years before this is the primary way that people are playing. But he said we need to think about the future, um, and we're thinking about five to ten year views on where things can. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. I think that's really good. Always look for the big picture and everything. But because Xbox does need to catch up a little bit with PlayStation, that worries me slightly that Mm. people won't hop on board with it straight away because they'll be thinking, this isn't what I want Mm. right now. And then they still get like pushed out of the market. That's not going to happen because it's Xbox. I think it's but. it's weird because there's all this stuff, there's all this innovative stuff on the hardware side, and at no point is anyone. I mean, I was going to say at no point is anyone talking about games. Now, mm. Microsoft did buy um, Obsidian and In Exile, and they have they new did. IPs coming, assumedly just to Xbox. Yeah. Even though um, what do you call it, Outer Worlds is still coming to PS4. It's because they were they were, they were already like, quite far it. through that by the time. But Microsoft it's it's them. totally within like you know they they got bought out. Microsoft could easily be like, if you want to play the new quote unquote Fallout, you come mm. to Xbox. They could easily put that foot down. It's like when they bought Minecraft and they still let it be on everything. Yeah. It's like if Which Respect them for. I do yeah, obviously respect them for it, but I'm thinking if, if this was like EA or Activision, they would have completely gone down the monetary route and just severed everything and just said, if you want to play this, you play it on the service well, that that's, we're well, that's, for. Yeah. That's, that's the Epic Games Store. That's, that's literally Epic Games yeah. Store. Yeah. Like they're doing um, right now, yeah. But that's the larger question is games, because yeah. uh, I'll mention a couple of PS5 games there, because we've already done a video on PS5 games in development. Plug, plug, plug. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> but one million subscribers. But it doesn't <laughs> seem like um, Xbox have got a whole lot out there other than these are the guys that we're working with next gen. We don't yeah. have any you know potential screenshots or who's working on what. Um, what do you guys think of VR? Because VR was something that Where's Josh? Where is he? I know, is he big, big Bongo Brown is uh, working oh, on something bongo else. Bongo goggles. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bongo goggles. But yeah, so um, they basically, basically there's going to be a PSVR 2. We kind of know that that's coming. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. I, I think I'm, I'm, I respect Microsoft with looking at VR and going, do you know what? There's no point in us really getting involved in this. Because mm. in the same way that when Sony and Microsoft both jumped on the motion control gimmick with the Wii, mm-hmm. They put. They, I think they unknowingly dropped themselves into a big hole. They would. They had no idea how deep it was mm. and how hard it would be to get out of it. Mm. So I think when when PlayStation took the plunge with VR and it has become moderately successful. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not Very something slow that's. Build. It's not something that's come and it's died. It might maybe take the same approach Connect did with mm. the Xbox One. Where they brought it in and then just went. Okay, nobody cares. Never mind. Let's get rid of it. They've they've but, said a few times that they're committed to PSVR, and it seems like stuff like AstroBot and Resident Evil Seven. Like yeah. there are a handful of games that are totally worth buying the system for. Maybe uh, maybe but, so they might they might have a new studio. Maybe that new studio mm. that's been in talking about maybe a VR specific studio or at least something that will do experiences that you mm. can play in VR as well, mm. like Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, and so. So like yeah, literally on the Xbox side, uh, I did write the name of the guy down, but I forget what it was now. Uh, Mike Nichols, who's um, the Xbox chief marketing officer, literally just said we have no plans for VR. So as far as I Xbox think, are concerned, and I think that's, don't, I think that's fair enough. I think they'd be they'd be wasting a lot of money. Thing is though, if you Google Hololens, they were initially going to go all in on this. They had a, a whole yeah. E3 demo where they had a guy with the Hololens graf- goggles yeah. on, and he was building something in Minecraft. I mean, VR. I've got to admit that was very. Cool. It was neat. It was but very then, cool. I think a lot I think, of it was revealed to be fake. I honestly think I'm sorry, my throat went. Oh, um, I think. 
uh, talking about Xbox talking about 10 years in the future and mm-hmm. this whole streaming thing I actually really do think VR is going to be the future of gaming but really? just not yet like it's going to it needs so much work before it gets to somewhere where it's widely consumable and affordable mm-hmm. and where people want like the sweaty mask strapped to their face like you need <laughs> something that like sits better and stuff mm-hmm. but like watching science fiction films they're all playing VR so I just, like I just think it's an immersive experience that just needs building and growing and yes. maybe if they invested in that they would be market leaders in a chunk of years which time. is that's the thing you've got the, the two sides of it you've got Sony saying we see something here we're experimenting mm. with it we put the VR out and we've seen like moderate sales or whatever yeah. and then you're, you're on the other side you've got Xbox just saying there's nothing here yeah. so like one yeah. company believes I, and the I other mean, one does I mean the guy saying that I mean absolutely nothing in VR I think he is a bit wrong on that I just Maybe. more think for the fact that they're not trying to pursue it mm. and like Potentially, like mm. waste a load of money, and I guess we don't, we don't have plans. Really there could yeah, be plans. exactly. But like, I, I find it's fair that they're leaving the VR stuff to, to yeah. PlayStation. They're leaving mm. the VR stuff to PC. It's like we don't need to really get involved in this. Mm-hmm. Although I am still waiting for the Switch VR headset, yeah. which does make a lot of sense. First person Mario. <laughs> oh, oh first why, not? Mario. <laughs> why not? I mean, Mario Kart VR exists in oh, Japan. God, yeah. The Rainbow Road would be traumatic, like in <laughs> VR. Like it's not. It's both good and bad. Um, it's worth mentioning another quick thing on the hardware side um, because again, Phil Spencer. Th- these aren't all from the same interview this is just things that I combed that I found online um, but basically Phil Spencer's been around like on a whole bunch of different interviews talking about something that they would prioritise with the new Xbox mm-hmm. would be load times and frame rates because he yeah. said that um, he's aware that like you know one of the biggest reasons that people game on consoles initially was you get home you put the disc in you play yeah. and as this generation especially has That's proven that is not the case <laughs> and so you're waiting for hours oh and hours oh my god two days for Red Dead Redemption to download over my internet yeah. like it was bad Did you buy it digitally? I bought it digitally oh my goodness. two days I had to download oh. it like a day early so I'd get it for mid yeah, but it's like ridiculous. yeah and so that's like a lot of people have been referring to that as the console promise I did a video about it There's a, it's a general sort of thing mm. online that the way that the industry went has got away from a, the big, a lot of the big reasons why people game on consoles and so as Spencer said that going into the next gen they're going to look to prioritising that stuff yeah. um, and we've seen that in some games like Kingdom Hearts 3 um, preloads its first level for you so like um, it's I think it's it's quite a small download like in relative yeah. terms it's like a gig or something and then you get to have that whole like Athens or uh, Mount Olympus level while the rest of the game loads behind you Perfect. and they hope which does, which does happen with some games. Yes. There are points where it says this is playable. Like, for example, with uh, Black Ops 4, as an example, like recently, that's mm. recently. Um, yeah. But like the first thing it downloaded was Blackout because it was the assumption that you want to play Blackout. Of games. So when I downloaded it on Battle.net the day before it came out, it was like, okay, now it's playable. Uh, you can play. You can go and play uh, Blackout, but not multiplayer zombies yet. Right, right. But, like, they, they, maybe that would be the case. But or alternatively, would be the potential. Um, like the actual inputs, the actual software, what mm-hmm. you're going to get it on. Because obviously, Blu-ray discs, is, I think, are going to stick because they're so they're cheap big enough to yeah. make mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're cheap. But then obviously, when you look at something like the Switch using uh, a proprietary cartridge, mm. as much as they are more expensive, they are a damn sight faster, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's always been that idea as to maybe, because obviously everything's going SSD now. If you if you know anything about storage, everything's SSD. Mm-hmm. No, maybe, I don't know I don't actually, I was going to nod anyway. But, okay. yeah. but maybe that'll be something that they'll go down. Maybe they say, hey, you can buy it on a disc or you can pay a little bit more and get it on an SSD mm. and you can just bung it in the front of your system and then that. it'll be like super quick. That uh-huh. would make sense if you look at the whole like DVD to Blu-ray thing that has happened. Everyone's shifted to have, Blu-rays. Yeah. It's high quality. It's still the same and stuff. But it, with the speed thing, that would be good. I keep hearing this. <laughs> no, I, the thing is um, with the disc whole preloading thing, I remember when that was uh, like when it, you'd put it in your disc and say, ready to play. Mm. I had it with Alien Isolation. Put Alien Isolation in and it's like, ready to play. Did you play a good Aliens game? 
Yes, I just don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Colonial Marines. I think. Um, but no, wait, hold, hold on. No, I went, in, I went in. I went in there, ready to play. Yes. Got in, and it just all it loaded was the pod that you get out of. So oh, I was God. literally stuck in this room, going, "This is not a very is good bad. game." Where is? <laughs> I think how do it's we like, get out? Like, it's totally worth addressing that some games go, "Hey, you can play it right now," and then yeah. you load in, and it's a menu just saying yeah. still installing, and it's yeah, like literally. that's some. Pod. I had to it's, Google it. I was like, "How do we get out of the pod?" Like, <laughs> in some games, you put it in, and it just works. Like mm-hmm. I think Mortal Kombat. 10. You just pung it in. And I it gives I was, you a fight between was, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Maybe yeah. it was maybe it was just because I played it on a disc and mm. it just I put it in and it was just, yeah, everything's there. I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah. I just assumed that I'd have to install it. Mm-hmm. But okay. I think hopefully Microsoft will throw their weight around with stuff like that because if they're gonna be out there saying, like, hey, you buy an Xbox, you play like faster or something, then yeah. they need to get in touch with the publishers and the developers to make sure that's the case. Yeah. Because one of the best things about last gen was that if you say there was a game that went online um on the Xbox side, if it was on the Xbox Live Arcade, you were guaranteed a demo, so you could always yeah. play it. And stuff that would release. Things the, like you had to have a demo to yeah, get the game on the store. Totally, and like so, yeah. if something was on the PS3 side, you would like for me, I was like, I'll buy everything. I would play on the PS3, and then and then there's no demo, but initially you fire the Xbox up, you can play it, and that was them literally mandating that stuff. I, I feel so. like that might be some that might be a, a small reason as to why Resident Evil 2 has done so well because mm. of that demo because it was played mm. was it like two three million times in the first day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like the re- I only got it because I played the demo. I think mm. Rach only got it because she played the demo. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have only got it's it because thing. they played the demo. It's like it. Definitely needs to be done. Like I was looking at, um, I was looking at um, Sekiro um, to see whether like it was being ported to PC by another company. I'm still debating where I'm going to get the game later right. on this year. But I like am. one of the questions was, is there a demo? And it's like, why are people still asking that? Because usually the, que- the the answer is a definitive no. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, said, well, they why went away they because bring that back. Yeah, totally. It's, in I a mean, magazine with like a little, the little demo thing. Yeah. You can take it out. That one, it was like the that. best. I mean, that's if they're going to embrace the past generations of systems, then mm. they can totally go back into that. Yeah. Um, and make sure that like demos are mandated because they there are. Demos only benefit the consumer, which is one of the reasons they went away, because they would rather you fall back on day one purchases based yeah. on advertising and hype, which is just, I mean, that's a single way to look at it, but it's completely the way that but it I mean, is. Just, just giving somebody half an hour yeah. in, in, in a game that they've never, ever played, in a series they've never, ever played, and it, call, it makes them buy. Mm. It's like, there, there is something here. How mm. have you forgotten that? Actually, as I said that, um, yeah, I was being incredibly cynical about that. There is a reality yeah. to dev times that sometimes there just isn't a vertical slice, a playable chunk of, the, of a game that's mm. worth siphoning off, and sometimes their time is best spent but even polishing if they, the Even if they put that a week out, I mean, when did the demo come out for Resi 2? Is it like two, three weeks before? God, like a month before or something? It's, it's like, if they, even if they did yeah. that soon, that mm-hmm. close to release, that's all they need. If they if they did mm-hmm. it too early, people would lose interest. Well, if, the, that's if it's the too thing, late, like, no one will play it. Yeah, the, they, the one-shot demo, like, you're you're pretty much playing the full version. Like, they changed a couple of the items around, but you're pretty much playing mm-hmm. the full one. Like, this it's is like, literally what the game is like. We're not going to try and, like, like mess you about with mm-hmm. it. It's like, like, hey, you want more? Did pay, and there, there you go. It. Yeah. It's like, the best way to go. That's why I'm here. You've had a go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of games, um, we might as well end on this. Um, the That's that's the overall thing, is that we've talked about hardware for like the, the whole time. Um, but do you guys think, would you consider investing in this, or are you waiting until the games? Because I think that they need both sides Ooh. of the coin. I mean, yeah, I'd wait until the games. But then again, <laughs> if they turn around and say, we're doing the Play 5-tation, they can play every <laughs> single game. You see Play 5, and you're like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> look at that font. They could play up on that so much play five and then it's like you can play five different consoles well that they'll do all that sony (laughs) (laughs) our address is on the website send us a check um (laughs) but like yeah if they tell me i said we're gonna give you every single platform under the sun like i've still got ps1 and ps2 games Mm -hmm. like that would kind of swing north to a sale before none Mm. of more games would be on there because because of like sony knowing they're putting a lot of 
eggs mm. in their first-party baskets, yes. that their game lineup will be stellar. Sony have, anyway. have really realized this generation that they have a whole, like, a, a plethora of incredible devs that they can just, like, they can just do a whole bunch of stuff in, in a row. Their like, exclusives are ridiculous. Yeah, this but generation make me buy a PlayStation, so, like, <laughs> yeah, PlayStation it works. Well, yeah. But I think even if, because the one of the assumptions leading into the um, the Xbox One with the backwards compatibility thing was going to be this assumption that they would honor the legacy of Xbox, and that would be a major push for, like, their overall branding, because obviously this generation, there hasn't been very many first-party Xbox games mm. that have been worth buying. But if you reject their advertising, and just go, hey, where Xbox, you're buying into a whole family <laughs> of stuff. Where Xbox. Xbox. And it's like, you know, like you have then have access to all the old games, all the original Halos, like mm. Brute Force. Like you have all these great, like <laughs> hidden gems, all these games that people yeah. played growing up, and you buy into that. And yeah. so I think if, if they kind of posit it that way, even if they're a bit short on the first party front, they can just say, hey, this is the one Xbox you'll ever need, and then go play everything you've heard about. You can play Morrowind again. Yes. Oh. It's not yeah. that good anymore, but it was good. No, but just remember then. It's nice. Yeah, it was like, back then um, before we realised it's all brown but it was it was nice wasn't it at the time anyway I think um, I think going forward that it seems to be this whole family of consoles yeah. thing or it seems to be this honouring the legacy thing um, I guess it's kind of like Apple with the iPods and the TVs and all that sort of thing yes. that's where consoles are going to go is just a really random end comment like <laughs> that it's like Apple there you go insightful but yeah that's- actually I can drop a couple of things in uh, again these are we covered these on um, the PS5 games that are definitely in development um, but in terms of just like I don't know palette wetters there's one thing coming from um, X Rockstar and X Naughty Dog people mm. who have teamed up so it That's seems like a new studio, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So they form like a new studio and is it whatever X-Rock that is. Star and X-Rock, Naughty, it's not. Naughty Dog. Although Rock Dog would be pretty good. Oh, Rock Dog. Naughty Star. Naughty I don't think Star. That's oh, Naughty nah. Star sounds a bit. Uh, it's not what you want. Naughty. Sounds, yeah. like a, sounds like a butthole. Sounds, but, like, sounds like a bongo game. The Naughty yeah. Star. It's Josh's favorite bongo VR studio. Game. <laughs> but either way, um, yeah, at least Sony have kind of got like a first party lineup that's assumedly going to carry the momentum forward. Like we're still going to get The Last of Us 2. Yeah. We're still going to get that stuff. I did actually, we might as well end on the release dates, which I did have written down, but I've I've locked them off. But then also, like on Microsoft side, they've gone and they're like E3 just gone. They're like, look at all these uh, studios we've just bought. Yes, like yeah. they've got something in the works. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do maybe like something like Outer Worlds. As much as it's being released on everything, they might say, hey, here's some Xbox exclusive stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, I have found my notes on okay. the release date. So the, the weird thing is trying to pin down the release dates for mm. this. The the rumors are all over the place. And within the same few sentences, I saw someone saying that it was definitely coming for Christmas 2019. And the next sentence was actually it's not coming until 2021 so the the overall window of time seems to be from the earliest Christmas this year until 2021 Um, going back to those reports that I mentioned at the beginning the one from Brad Sams and Windows Central um, both those guys said 2020 um, with the PS5 being pegged at the earliest being 2019 Um, but then Sony Interactive CEO John Codera said it would be 2021 when he spoke to I think it was Wall Street uh, Journal Um, but the, all of this is backed up by Jason Schreier, who works for Kotaku, who said that the consoles are a long way off, but then he posited the same window of 2019 to 2021. I, if I had to put my money on anything... I'm saying next year. Um, I'd say next tw- year. 2019, this uh, this Christmas coming, I think that's a bit of a stretch, especially mm. since Sony aren't E3. Yes. Because that's ideally when they would announce it to give people five, six months of hype to build up to it. But mm-hmm. they have their own thing then. That's the thing. Yeah, PlayStation the, experience. But that's yeah. in November. True. So my Christmas money... My money... money. <laughs> I mean, if, they, if, if Microsoft turned around in any three this year and said, hey, here's the Xbox Anaconda. Oh. And Ash is there going, wait, yes. <laughs> um, this is coming out this year. And yes. then here's Sony in November saying, oh, this comes out. They're going to pull an Apple and go, this comes out 
right today. Yeah, oh, like, oh shit. Yeah, that, that, that could, I feel like that could happen. It'd be a really, really big stretch. But mm. I, I personally put my money on them being announced this year. So it's Microsoft at E3 and okay. Sony whenever they decide to do the PlayStation experience. They might just turn and go, hey, we're doing it just before E3. I think Wait. they'll they'll um, ride it out. I think you'll get one last Christmas for the PS4 and the and PS5 then, will be yeah, next year. And then year. they say, we're, these are these. We're going to release them. Either they might pull out a Switch time frame, which mm. was March. Yes. Or oh, Nintendo are in. I mean, Nintendo are in their, own, their own leagues, but I feel like it's going to be late 2020, but that we're going to know by the time we get to Christmas Day this year, we'll all be writing on our Christmas lists for PlayStation 5 and Xbox mm-hmm. Anaconda next year. But, Anaconda, don't what? But, what? But, hey, I, do, I really buns. slowly got to that but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no. Call of Duty. Yes. That comes out again. Is it this year? It'll be this year. Josh Rumored, yeah. did another pod where he like laid out how it's going to be 2019, didn't it? Yes. And there's other things that are posited as next-gen experiences, which have rumoured releases for like this cyberpunk, generation. Like cyberpunk, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, it could be this it year. It could be. It could well, be. Thing, again, that's another po- another. Pod, yeah, we'll plug to a pod. Yeah, we'll definitely revisit this stuff. I think Cyberpunk is one of the biggest like like unknown quantities mm. in terms of just when CDPR want to drop it because Martin Lewinsky has said that it'll support future hardware, i.e. the PS5 or the Xbox mm. Scarlet or whatever it is. Um, but if they hold off until 2020, then that makes Cyberpunk a, a launch game, which, which will at least work from launch. Units. Yeah, which oh, is I incredible. I will buy it instantly yeah. if yeah. it's like a launch game. But also, because it should be 2020 for that game. Mm. It should be 2020 for that game because it's based on Cyberpunk 2020. So it would True. make sense. Point, it would make a lot of sense but also like it coming out this year would be some big big energy yeah I mean I think I would assume that Cyberpunk would drop this year but then you would get this sort of like PS4 to PS Pro uh, Pro style uptick yeah. next year and yeah like I think we're, we, we start to hit that value mm-hmm. of everything to be released twice yeah and you throw yeah. it in the PS5 it loads faster the frame rate's smoother and all that kind of stuff but their quality of life improvements the guts of it can to still fair, totally work on PS4 it could just be like some big Correct like point. cloud over cloud over the eyes Cloth wool, cloth wool. Yeah. wool over Something, the face. Wool, some sort of hidden eyeball maneuver yes. where they um, are saying it's like a next gen experience because of all this backwards compatibility that so comes out on like PS4. Yeah, you could kind and of. And it's like, whoa, but it works on PS5 too. <laughs> like, that's going to be. <laughs> that marketing voice is definitely the way that they're going to do it. <laughs> Would like, you like to say that, Punk? Perhaps. But either way, let us know what you think down in the comments <laughs> below if you're watching the video version or find us on social media if you're on any of the audio platforms. This has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Rich Hudson. Thank you for listening. And joined by Ash Milman. Goodbye. And joined by the 1 million subscriber button. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>
dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. 